the good life. Thank you for stopping by. I'm Patrick Carney, as always. That ain't never going to change. And today, I'm doing another solo episode. Because there's a few more things I want to talk about. And also, I want to make sure that uh, that all of you know, if you don't know, well, now you know, that you can listen to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon. Watch us on YouTube. Also listen on iHeartRadio. There's a bunch of different ways you can listen to this. Or, well, there's one way you can watch this, but yeah. So make sure to go check it out. Make sure to give it a thumbs up. Give it a subscribe. You know, uh, give it a subscribe. No, please subscribe. And, um, you know, like for Apple Podcasts, maybe give it a five-star rating if you think it's worth it. Helps me out, you know. You can also look down in the description of the show. There's links to maybe a discount code for Instacart. If you're sick and tired of going grocery shopping, let somebody else do it for you, you know? And also, if you're interested in starting a podcast, check out the, uh, check out the link also for your discount for Buzzsprout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. You know, it's pretty sweet. The what? What is this? Oh, my goodness. A coffee mug with the with one of the logos on it. Wow. You know, it's funny because there's nothing in here. Um, <laughs> God, I'm shameless. Um, yesterday was my birthday. And uh and yes, I am filming this on the day that this is coming out. What? Um, but yes, yesterday was my birthday. And uh, good old man, pa, mom and dad, uh, had a couple of these printed for me. Yeah. And then they also got, just sick as this, they also got a uh, license plate, you know, for the front of the car with the logo on it. I don't care if I look dumb because it's sick and maybe I'll get some more listeners branding baby. Anyway. Um, yeah. You know, there's uh, there's a lot going on right now, you know, um, on kind of a serious note, um, the tragic accident on the film of rust that ended up uh, taking the life of cinematographer Helena Hutchins and injuring the director, Joel Sousa. Well, for one, I just want to say that my deepest condolences and um, sending as many prayers as I can to Helena's family and Joel's family. Um, Joel, I believe though, I think the, the, the latest report that I saw is that he is out of the hospital and he is going to be fine, but she was a mother and a wife. So to her family, um, yeah, all my thoughts and prayers go to you guys, but there's a lot of crazy stuff 
going on with this story now. Um, and I've seen on many different reports just within the last 24 hours that the firearm that was used was reportedly handed to Alec Baldwin, who was the one who, so he was rehearsing, or at least the story goes that he was rehearsing and he pulled the gun to show, he was trying to show like, you know, work on his movement for the scene, pointed it and the gun discharged. Well, um, the firearm was reportedly handed to him by the assistant director, Dave Halls, who believed the gun was cold, meaning, meaning it believed, or he believed that it contained no form of ammunition or blanks. Well, here's the thing. Dave Halls was fired back in 2019 for, let's see if I can find it, for, um, for a film that he was on that had an accidental discharge of a gun, of an 1800-style gun. Um, oh, man, what is the name? Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, and I guess the story goes, or there's crew members that had said that if you ever have an issue or whatever, you know, or if somebody leaves a set or whatever, last minute call Dave Halls because apparently he is very relaxed on safety. If this is the case, if this is the case, then why the hell is someone like him allowed on a set? For one. But two, anytime, this is like gun safety 101. Okay. Anytime you go to hand a gun to somebody, you pull the slide back, you clear it. What that means is you are making sure that there is no bullet or anything, any projectile in the chamber. And then when you hand it to them, they do the same thing. They check the clip, make sure nothing's in the clip. They, they pull the slide, make sure nothing is in the chamber. That's what you do. This clearly didn't happen. Now, this was a revolver. Okay. Very simple. Pop it out. Make sure there's nothing in there. There's a lot of stuff going on with this. I guess the DA's office said that um, everything's on the table that there could be charges filed, but they didn't say who. Um, and another thing too, like, so I know that Alec Baldwin is a very anti-gun person. Okay. Um, very anti-gun person. And, and I'm not saying this for any political reason or whatever. Okay. So any of you that are like thinking that, bleh. Um, but for him, I guess he's, he's been on record saying that, that, uh, you know, he doesn't even, he wouldn't, he did, 
did what this was, I don't know how many years ago it was, but um, saying that he didn't even want to go through any training or any, any of that stuff. So here's my question. Then why do this movie? Then why do it? Cause you're going to need a gun to me. Like I've done, I've been on sets where I've had to work with a weapon. Um, I am a gun guy. I am a, a proud second amendment guy. That's just me. And anytime I've been on set with somebody or with, with, a, with a gun, with a prop gun, whatever, I'm talking to the prop coordinator. I'm talking to the armorer, the, you know, whomever is in charge of these weapons. I'm talking with them and I'm asking them, okay, walk me through every single part of this gun that any, any, the whole, everything that it does, how it works, what everything is. I want to know the ins and outs of this weapon. So as if it was mine, I do, because then I can make sure that stuff like this doesn't happen, you know, for me, when I'm in this, when I'm in these situations, also what I think should happen is after that training is gone through with the actors, whoever is in charge of the weapons, whether they be fake guns, rubber gun, prop guns, whatever for full safety, because you can't mess with that stuff. Look what happened. You make sure that nobody has access to those weapons except for the person who is in charge of them. And the second you're going to film or rehearse, that person takes each individual weapon to each actor when they're in their place. Actions yelled. The scene goes, boom, cut, freeze. That person goes and collects each one of those weapons and takes it back. I know there are people out there that will be like, well, it takes too much time or whatever. But really, do you want to fight that? Do you want to fight that? Hmm? Yeah, I don't think so. Because this is this. Yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot that um, went wrong. And there were even crew members that were saying that just like the overall feeling on the set, like they just felt like it was unsafe, unsafe working conditions. That's not cool, especially nowadays. Like, come on. I don't know. There's still a lot that needs to come out. And there's still a lot that needs to be done in terms of the investigation. And, um, you know, so I'm not going to sit here and make any sort of full, God, this freaking table is so squeaky. Um, I'm, I'm not going to make any sort of judgments fully, you know, cause I want to hear the full story because I'm not going to be that guy that like, but, but there are some logical things that just, that are, and there's details that are out, but I'm not going to speculate on anything else. Um, because I feel like that's irresponsible and people do that way too much nowadays. So anyway, okay, that's put the rest. I just wanted to speak on that because I think there are some things about it. That's interesting. Um, yeah, it is. It's a tragedy. And, um, you know, I hope there are productions that 
you know, or I hope productions look at, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, and if you need to cut corners on the budget or whatever, or not cut corners, if you need to um, cut some, some money out of the budget or whatever, because the budget's tight, don't do it in this area. I'm not saying they did, but I, you know, you know what I mean? Anyhow, tragedy. Okay, now on to some more positive things, right? I posted this on Facebook um, last week, I think it was, because I saw this video, CBS News put it out, um, and it's a really, really cool video. At So there's, okay, there's this high school in Shreveport, Louisiana, and there was a super, super, violent week at this at the high school that had 23 students arrested massive fighting or massive fight it's at it was at southwood high school um there yeah there was 23 students arrested in three days well these dads stepped up talk about some good news these dads stepped up and they created Dad's on duty. I'm reading about this so because I want to make sure I get everything right. Dad's on duty. A group of about 40 dads who take shifts spending time at the school in Louisiana, greeting students in the morning and helping maintain a positive environment for learning rather than fighting. The students say it's working and the numbers prove it. There hasn't been a single incident on the campus since the dads showed up. And though none of the dads have degrees in school counseling or criminal justice, they do have some relevant experience. We're dads. We decided the best people who could take care of our kids are who? Are us. Michael Lafitte. Lafitte? Lafitte? Who started Dads on Duty? I'm so sorry if I got that name wrong. It says, now any negative energy that enters the building has to run the gauntlet of good parenting. I immediately felt a form of safety. One of the students said, we stopped fighting. People started going to class. And then one student said, have you ever heard of a look? In terms of describing the power, they claimed all dads have. Which I can speak to that. I never needed to get spanked really when I was growing up because the look my dad had. It's an eye, it was an eyebrow. I like, what'd you say? Um, and <laughs> anyway, yeah. And it worked. It worked. Um, and thank God for it. It says, but it's not just the firm stares and the stern warnings. It's also dad jokes. They make funny jokes like, oh, hey, your shoe is untied, but it's but it's really not untied. The student commented. And it says they hate it. They're so embarrassed by it. Michael said the, the founder of it. Um, the school has just been happy and you can feel it. The student said. Says so because not everybody has a father figure at home or a, or a male period in their life, so they're just here to, or so just to be here makes a big difference. The dad said they'd like to start chapters of dads on duty throughout Louisiana and hope to eventually take on schools across the country without a fight. Isn't that such a great story? Right? Big ups to those dads. Hmm? I mean, that's wonderful. You know, those are dads stepping up, doing 
what they need to do to protect their kids and other kids, you know. Shout out to them. So the new Uncharted trailer came out with Mac Wahlberg and Tom Holland. I think it looks sick. I, but then again, I never played the video game. So maybe the video game people are like, oh, this looks stupid. This is terrible, blah, blah, blah. I do know there was kind of an outcry of um, Tom Holland playing Nathan Drake that uh, they wanted. Was it Nathan Fillion from the show The Rookie? They wanted him to play. Apparently, though, this movie has been trying to get made for so long. Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play Nathan Drake. But now, because of his age, he has to play the older character. Um, oh, boy. What is it? Uncharted movie. He has to play Victor Sullivan. The film also is also starring Sophia Taylor Ali, Antonio Banderas, to name a couple. Um, but no, I do, though. I think it looks cool. I really do. I think, uh, I think it'll just be a fun action-adventure movie, you know? It'll be sweet. Um, I wanted to let you all know that I am going to be having, I want to let you know of a couple of the guests that I'm going to be having here coming up um, on the show. I'm having the director of the musical that I had mentioned before that I'm doing. Um, and we're going to be talking about why he decided to do this show um, and also giving the details on the show. So I'm going to wait on giving out all those details until then. But we started rehearsals and we've done all this stuff. And we're going to sound so freaking cool. Oh, man. Because it's all acapella, right? Ten guys, all acapella. It's called All is Calm, the Christmas Truce of 1914. And it's about the Christmas truce that happened in World War One Between... Um, the British, were there any, any American soldiers? No, I think it was just the British. There were some Scottish, French, Irish, um, and the Germans. They played soccer together. They sang songs together. They ate food together on Christmas Day in the middle of a war. It's a beautiful story. Beautiful story. And they, you don't really get taught that anymore. You don't get taught any good stuff in school anymore. It's stupid. Now they're teaching like that two plus two doesn't equal four. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to have him on. And then I also am going to have like acting teacher extraordinaire. She is worldwide famous has worked with some of the biggest names in the business, Oscar winners. Um, and I currently am studying at her studio. Her name is Ivana Chubik. And she has written the book, The Power of the Actor. And it is about, uh, it basically explains her technique, the Chubik technique. And um, 
I'm really stoked to have her on the show. I think it'll be a really, really good episode. And I think, uh, yeah, I've got a few other guests that, um, you know, that I've got, but don't have dates locked down. So I'm going to wait on mentioning who those are. Just so you know, if you hadn't seen um, my boys over at the TFG podcast, Jeff and Brandon just announced they're going to be doing two episodes a week. Freaking overachievers. Um, their episodes are going to be coming out on Tuesdays and on Fridays. Um, I guess they don't, they don't understand that uh, attack on show sometimes comes out on Fridays, but um, I'm just kidding. We're not here to compete. <laughs> um, but I did, I, I, I talked with them and uh, I'm really happy for them. Um, I think uh, I think I'm going to be going back on their show at some point here, pretty soon to uh, talk some talk some sports, talk some you know whatever, uh, some film, entertainment, whatever. Speaking of sports, football. Um, well, I know the Michigan Michigan State game is coming up here this Saturday. That's going to be a big game, um, you know. And then, but what about Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs? Come on, dude. I've got I've got him on my fantasy football team. Well, one of my in, in in one of my leagues. At one point in the game, he had me negative 0.86 points. What? Come on. Man, the Chiefs, these guys, they do not look like a Super Bowl team. They don't. Oi. But how about them Cowboys, though? Grant, I know we were on a bye week, but we're coming back this week. You know, I'm excited. Um, Who are we playing? The Eagles? I think that's who we're playing. Um, No, we're playing the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. That'll be a good game. Are the Vikings any good this year? I don't. I haven't really seen anything on them. Uh, I haven't watched any of their games, so I don't know. But anyway, it'll be nice to watch the Cowboys again. That game's on Sunday, Sunday night, 820. Ooh, Halloween. Spooky. Halloween night. Ooh, you know what else is going to be a really good game is the Bucks and the Saints. Because the Saints have been playing really well this year. And the Bucks, I mean, come on, it's Tom Brady and... Mike Evans and Antonio Brown and which by the way, Antonio Brown's been having a great year this year. Like a really, really good year this year. I'm not honestly, I'm happy for him. He used to be a head case. I, I think he's gotten, he, I think he's been starting to kind of figure it out a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, he's going to be like, he's going to be sick. I think for the rest of the year, you know, he's cause he's really, I think he's, I think he and Tom Brady have really found their groove. You know, because he was with them with the Patriots um, for a little bit, but they got he got let go. I think it was, or he got cut. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 really interested in to see what he, uh, yeah, what he can do. Um. Also, can we just say how badass was it when Aaron Rodgers was at Soldier Field with the Bears, saying, "I still own you." Oh boy. 
Yeah. That man is bad. I know a lot of people don't like him. I know a lot of people don't like Aaron Rodgers. They think he's a cocky prick, you know, and whatever. I think he's a little overconfident. But he's so good. Like he can back up everything that he's ever said. So it's like, what, like, what do you, what can you do? You know, you can't say anything about it then. Um, I'm not saying be a jerk, but I think overall, I think he's a pretty nice guy. He seems like it at least. Um, but yeah, when he was yelling at the crowd saying, I still own you. Mic drop, dude. Bang. Anyway. Anyhow. Did you guys see the Buzz Lightyear movie with Pixar? It's called Lightyear. Just released the first trailer. I think it's more kind of like a teaser trailer, but they just released the first trailer. It looks really cool. It's going to be weird having Chris Evans be Buzz Lightyear because Tim Allen, you know, has always been Buzz. But I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be really cool. Like it, like cinematically, even though it's, even though it's an animated film, cinematically it looks really cool. Also, I guess Brendan Fraser is going to be playing the villain in the Batgirl movie. He's already in a DC stuff. He's in Doom Patrol. I don't know what DC's ever doing. Doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, um, yeah. That, that's really all. That's all I've got. I think I'm going to wrap this up because uh, now I'm just going to be blabbering on and on and trying to think of things to talk about. And then it, that's not genuine. So, yeah, you know, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next week.